A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna where their worm does not die and fire is not quenched. The Gospel of the Lord. I'd like to reflect on the pattern of coming together and also separating. So God bringing us together and also separating us when he brings us together. We hear in the first reading, the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to Moses. And he took some of the spirit that was on Moses. He gathered everybody that was together in the tent. They were all gathered there together. And he took the spirit and he divided it amongst them. So they all became alive with this Holy Spirit. And today, as we celebrate Mass, we all come together in the church. We're here together. In just a few moments, we'll each receive the Eucharist, and we will receive Jesus into us, and that same Holy Spirit will inflame us all. And it happens predominantly when we come together. The Eucharist is the source and summit of our lives, so the most powerful time of, of experiencing this is when we come together each and every Sunday. Now, to be here together, there's also something and someone that we're separate from. You know, so think about who you're not with today or what you're not with today. You've separated yourselves from some things to come here, whether that be family or friends or technology or whatever it may be. There's been some kind of separation for you to get here and to be here together with the body of Christ. And it's important that we come together because it's when we're together that we receive the Holy Spirit and when we're together that we receive strength from one another, from the Christian community to overcome whatever it is that we might need to separate from. So I think we understand the concept of coming together because we're all here together. I want to reflect now on what we also need to separate from. And this moves us to the gospel. We hear Jesus proclaim this, this message, you know, that um, the reality of sin, the gravity of sin, that whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. 
So it would be better for any of us for that to happen to us than to cause anybody else to sin. In the gravity of sin, the reality of sin, we all know. I mean, we're seeing it right now in, in what the church faces. But it's true for each and every one of us that if there is some sin in our lives that we're not intentionally cutting off or renouncing or turning from or separating ourselves from, it begins to penetrate into the very depths of us. I think that cancer is a very good analogy. So probably some of you right now listening to this have had cancer and have had maybe even cancer that was so aggressive that a part of your body had to be cut off, had to be severed. You had to separate yourself from it so as to, to get rid of the cancer. Sin operates in, the, in, in a very similar way. When sin begins to take root and to take hold, those people or those things or whatever it may be that, that has allowed sin into our life needs to be severed. We need to separate ourselves from it. And so I don't want anyone to show up next week with an amputated arm or an amputated leg. You know, this is one of those gospels that we're supposed to take the, the seriousness of it, but it's not literal. You know, he, he wants us to cut off anything in our life that causes us to sin. And so I want you to think about that for yourself. Is there anyone in your life right now that is causing you to sin? You know, I look right now, we're all together right now. As I look out at you, nobody's sinning right now. We're all okay together as the body of Christ. So when we go back out there, I think that we have that temptation and the tendency to sin. So is there anyone that is causing you to sin or any group of people that is causing you to sin or anyone that is not here right now that is causing you to sin. You might have to sever yourself from that person or that group or that situation. It might only be for a time, but it might, it might also be forever. And then I think if there's anything as well that's causing us to sin or, or a situation that's causing us to sin, alcoholics, when they're recovering from alcoholism, they know that they can't go hang out at a bar that that place in that situation is just not, it's, it's going to lead them back into their addiction. And so there might be some situations that we need to cut off. There might be some things that we're using that we need to cut off. You know, maybe that has to do with the internet or maybe that has to do with any number of things. I think the important thing is that we have to be willing to be drastic and that we have to be willing to have it be so final that it would be like cutting off a foot or cutting off a hand, you know, that our life is going to be different. We cut ourselves off and we sever ourselves from sin or from people or places or things that lead us into sin so that we can be together in grace and a life of holiness as one body in Christ. So maybe there's people right now that you need to separate from but there's probably also people that you need to connect with, people that you need to become one body with. Maybe it's people in the church. Maybe it's good friends. Maybe it's family. Whatever that may be. But for each and every one of us, try to focus on that now. The things that we need to separate ourselves from and the things that we need to come together as. Ultimately, it's to allow us to be the body of Christ. So if there is any serious sin in your life, don't be afraid to cut it off.
so that we can come together as one.